Today on the Locked On Texans, more updates as we prepare for the imminent Watson trade and free agency update news as well. But first, before we talk about anything, Cody, start the countdown. Let's bring him in right. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm John Hickman, joined by none other than Sports Illustrated's Cody Davis. Super excited for today's podcast as we are gearing up for whenever Watson is gone. <laughs> some of us will rejoice, some of us will sing praises, some will. Uh, they may soak in their own tears, however, it's going to happen, everybody. Hmm. And talk about the free agency news and update. But before we talk about anything, Cody, what the hell are the coach were thinking? <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, man. I mean, I guess they figured if we come give – I, I look, 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 I understand it. The Colts do have oh, a don't. team oh, that's don't. like oh, you don't. a quarterback oh, you away. Don't. And oh, I don't. guess in their mind they figured if they offer the Houston Texans – the world, the moon, the sun, heaven, the galaxy, everything except for hell, then maybe just maybe Nick Casario and the Houston Texans will actually agree to it. And for those of you who don't know, and John, I, I know you guys, I, I know you want to jump in, but I got to give people the backstory if they don't know because the news came and went in a blink of, blink of an eye. As we all know, on, on Sunday, the Houston Texans came out and said that they were giving teams permission to speak to Deshaun Watson. And as of right now, at 6.37 on March 14, 2000. 22 the carolina panthers and the new orleans saints are the top two teams who are positioning themselves to make a move for deshaun watson they they've met. actually uh, not to cut you off they've actually completed their meetings yeah i was just about uh, to say that <laughs> and teams have sent over their top uh executives over uh to you know participate in the meeting meeting happened in houston so mm -hmm. that's big and including in that meeting uh saints mickey loomis Dennis Allen and Panthers, David Tepper and Matt Rule. So uh, more teams will follow, according to Aaron Wilson, a pro football network. However, I think those are the top two teams at this time. Mm. And uh, unless a team gets real desperate more than the Panthers, I'm not 100% sure <laughs> it will uh, come out to more than those two teams as the last two finalists for the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. Yeah, and John, as you just alluded to, more teams will follow out of, what, the other 29 teams, I guess 28 when you take out the Houston Texans. I know one team, well, two teams that's not going to be involved. As of right now, the Seattle Seahawks do not have a meeting in place for Deshaun Watson. And the Indianapolis Colts actually wanted to speak to Deshaun, and the Houston Texans blocked their request. But, you know, it, it's not surprising why the Houston Texans did it. But, you know, John, as we look at the trade market, for Deshaun as of right now unless some team comes out of nowhere we know Nick Asirio and the Houston Texans do do like to move in secret there's been plenty of times we have been preparing ourselves to report this we think it's going to be that and all of a sudden it be something 
the complete opposite of what people was thinking about. But as of right now, the Panthers and the Saints are the top two teams. And, John, if you ask me, I, look, I am from New Orleans. That is my team. So shout but... out to Jalen Johnson on, uh, on YouTube. He said, oh, yeah. he said, your Saints, and then put your in all caps. I know, I know yeah. Guys. Listening to the show, knowing Cody's a Saints fan. I, I always feel bad hey, for him. So. No, I don't feel bad for me. I mean, I'm from New Orleans. I mean, I'm pretty sure some of you guys hear when I talk. But, you know, I say all that just to say bias aside, look, the Carolina Panthers made too much sense for Deshaun to go yeah. there. I mean, they have all the assets. And first and foremost, shout out to X Razor. He did reach out to me on Twitter talking about, you know, he had some hesitation about making a move for um, with the Carolina Panthers because they do not have a second round pick in this year's draft, but they do have the number six pick. And you got to consider that this could be a situation where the Houston Texans have not one, but two picks in the top 10. Plus I'm pretty sure they're going to add somebody like a JC Horn, which is probably going to be an additional pick uh, in the first round because last year he was drafted with the eighth overall pick only played a total. I believe of three or four games before he went out, I believe a foot or knee injury. I can't remember which one, but his rookie season was cut short, but that young man do still have a lot of promise. But I also reported this on Sports Illustrated. The Carolina Panthers, man, they got to feel like they are in prime position to get their hands on Deshaun because on yesterday they cut A.J. Bouye and Morgan Fox. That saved them a total of 7 to $8 million. And there are now $30 million under the cap, which means they can exhort all of Deshaun Watson's salary for this upcoming season. John, it's just getting to the point. It's just making too much sense for Deshaun to go to Carolina. Plus, we all know that is basically where he kind of started building his legacy as the quarterback for the Clemson Tigers. Yeah, I, I was just about to mention that. It just seems like all signs, excuse me, are pointing to Deshaun to the Panthers. And, and I'll say this. Hopefully, this does not become a situation where Deshaun – decides to go to the team and waive his NTC no trade clause for a team that doesn't give Houston the best in return. Hmm. I don't believe that there's a real issue between Nick Casario and Deshaun Watson. I, I think they, they've been very cordial about the situation. I think Nick Casario came in maybe with a mindset of give me an opportunity to change your mind and stay. That didn't happen. And so now we look at a we look at a partnership between the two where it's always been professional, maybe between the two. We've seen times that Cody, uh, there was a couple of times I was at training camp, you were at training camp more times than I was, but there never seemed like there was an issue between the two. They've always been wow. there was there was there was another. talking, laughing, and talking Talk with each other several times. Absolutely. So, you know, I hope this isn't a situation where Deshaun, who beat his criminal charges can now move on to a team that he wants to play for, getting out of Houston where he says, I got one more trick up my sleeve, and I'm going to go to the team. I'm going to wave my no-trade card to the team that, you know, ultimately won't give you the best in return. I don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. And I'll I mean, look at it. I, I was just going to say, I think that – is when we start getting to whether or not the Saints get involved because one, and that's going to be a tricky situation for him if he does want to go to the New Orleans Saints because, look, the Saints, they have clear space in their salary cap, but they I don't think they still have enough to absorb Deshaun Watson's contract. Plus, they do not have the pieces and the asset like the Carolina Panthers do. And I'm sure that the Saints would prefer to, just like Houston, 
to get this trade done before mm -hmm. the 16th. That way the Saints could take on Deshaun's contract and Houston would take on some of the players that they may send back to help the Saints with their salary cap as well. When I look at the Panthers, I look at a team that can offer a top 10 pick. I look at a team that uh, I think if Deshaun goes to New Orleans, they will be a better team than the Panthers for mm -hmm. next year's draft. So the capital for the draft next year, following year, will be uh, much better for Houston if he goes to the Carolina Panthers. They get a higher second-round pick this year as well. But I also look at the possible players that Carolina can send back, a Derrick Brown, a Brian Burns, uh, a Jeremy Chin, a J.C. Horn, a C.J. Henderson. I look at those players as cornerstone pieces that Houston can use and win with immediately, hmm. right? You don't have to necessarily wait for a development of a guy, right? And on top of that, you're able to fill some of the holes and needs of your team right now and then go out and use the draft and handle everything else along with free agency, which we'll get to uh, coming up soon. So for Houston and Carolina, that seems like the perfect match. And I'll say this. Uh, I'm looking at how Carolina have handled themselves this entire time. Uh, a lot of ups and downs with Deshaun Watson, whether or not he's <laughs> going to be able to play football ever again in the NFL. They stuck around, man. Yeah, they did. Like, like Carolina was that, that, that girl that waits for you to get your life together. <laughs> yeah, I know you had a girlfriend and you maybe was a cheater at one point and we talked in between times and you said that you loved me and we went on a couple of dates, but then you went another way because you had your own issues going on and I didn't understand, but I'm going to stay here and be a friend. Carolina has been that the entire time. Reward Carolina with the ring, and the ring for Carolina is Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Go ahead and hit that knee by getting him out of town, bringing the players and assets back that can help Houston out right now. So, uh, as we mentioned, just to kick this thing off, the meeting with the Saints are over. The meeting with the Panthers, that's over. More teams may be following per Aaron Wilson. However, I think those are the top two, unless another team gets involved, that can beat the Saints. I don't think there's a team out there that can beat the Carolina Panthers and what they may be able to offer for Deshaun Watson. And I don't think there is a better offer than what BetOnline.net could do for all of you sports betters out there right now. Hey, listen, March Madness is finally upon us. And from all of the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. They remain the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. For all of you baseball lovers, happy that you have baseball back. You can bet with that. For all of you boxing lovers, for all of you UFC fans that go crazy for the octagon, you can also place bets on BetOnline by wagering whatever you want on BetOnline.net, including live betting and favorite your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all of the latest trends and actions because BetOnline is where the game starts. Thanks for making the Locked On Texas your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL, where Locked On experts cover the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. 
just enough time for your toast and orange juice. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have seen the Key and Peele uh, sketch where there's the calm Obama and then there's the angry Obama, <laughs> right? Where Obama gives you what he's, he will say, but then angry Obama says what's really on his mind. We're going to do this with the coach <laughs> real quick. Because this is just, it's absurd to me that you would even pick up the phone and call. Coach, wait, 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 wait. Know. Since this is locked on Texans, let me be polite Texans, and I guess you'll be, you know, what they really wanted to say, okay? Boom. Hey, Jack. Hey, Lovey. The Indianapolis Colts have offered us a trade package for Deshaun Watson, and I politely declined. Ah, what the <laughs> hell are they doing calling me? We got to play on until there's no more NFL, and you think we're going to give y'all Deshaun, who, by the way, we know how good he is, to whoop our ass with? Downtown, Clint, why would you even think about doing that? The Colts, what were you thinking? Uh, like I said, man, if the, like I said in the sec in the first segment, maybe just maybe if they thought if they sold their soul, they could have gotten Deshaun Watson. Because and look, no, <laughs> when I when I saw that news, when I saw that news, I was like, what? They really tried it? They tried it, and they failed. We're going to move on to the free agency and uh, news for the Houston Texans. Definitely want to give you guys what's going on with Houston so far. The Texans retain safety Terrence Brooks on a one-year deal worth $2 million. Texans also hope to re-sign Malik Collins and Desmond King. This is per Aaron Wilson, a friend of the show. Cedric Obehu, the Texans signed the one-year deal with. Well, his contract is worth $1.4 million total with a 1,800 signing bonus. Talked about on yesterday how the Texans re-signed uh, wide receiver Chris Conley. They also re-signed Chris Moore to a one-year deal. Anthony O'Claire, Texans, signed a one-year deal with worth $1.9 million. $1.6 of that, of that contract is guaranteed. Texans were awarded the 2024th rounder cornerback Reggie Robinson off waivers from the Dallas Cowboys. Houston also bring back Kevin Pierre-Lewis on the restructured contract, according to league sources, per Aaron Wilson. His contract will now be $2.4 million, and $1.2 is guaranteed, down from his original $3.5 million. The Houston Texans are interested in wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantlin. You will know him from his days with playing with Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. And Texans are expected to restructure the contract of Eric Safety. I'm sorry, Eric Murray, the safety, at some point as well, to get his $6.935 million lower than what he wants. Houston wants to get it around uh, under the $5 million. And the $5 million, $5 million right now, excuse me, is what Eric Murray makes for his base salary. And what doesn't need to go unnoticed, we have to talk about it. We mentioned this last week. Marcus Cannon has been released, saving the Houston Texans $5.2 million. We talked about that last week. I think Houston did a great job of just understanding. Let's cut our losses. Let's move on. This also tells me they will be in the market for a right tackle, whether that's free agency 
or whether that will come by the draft, Cody. Hmm. You know, before we get into all that, I do want to say I kind of like what Nick Asirio and the Texans um, did during day one of free agency. You know, they, they they already knew they wasn't going to be in play for some of the big names out there. But it seems like they are taking a moment to resign all of the important players from last year, cutting their losses, saving money, trying to rework different contracts to make sure they have just a little bit more money to go out there and get, let's say, hopefully a second mid-level player that's out there on the market that can actually help improve this team. I mean, hell, on yesterday we talked about the possibility of this team being interested and signing um, Malcolm Butler. And, and John, like I say, I like what the Texans are doing as of right now. I do want to mention Cedric, by the way. I think that is a signing Look, it's not going to get a lot of love, but I do want to say this. Cedric is an offensive lineman that can definitely help the Houston Texans offensive front get a little bit extra push in the run game. Last year, as a member of the Seattle Seahawks and the Baltimore Ravens, I understand he only played three games, but he did end the season with a run blocking grade of 70.3. However, in 2020, when he when he appeared in 10 games for the Seattle Seahawks, he ended the season with a run blocking grade of 70. What about his pass blocking? Uh, his pass blocking is subpar at best. He did end with a pass protection grade of 59. 9.7 however in 2020 he only allowed one sack and the only reason why i wanted to bring up cedric john like we just alluded to not just what i just alluded to but on yesterday doing our or doing both shows that we did our double headers we talked about how important it was for nick Asirio to go out there and evaluate an offensive lineman that can help them get that extra push in a run i could see cedric being the offensive lineman that is more so for situational purposes you improve that backfield, he's going to be a guy that's going to help the Texans get an extra yard or two in that run. Yeah, and I also think they may look at him as a swing tackle as well. Houston uh, really loves that, even under Nick Osirio and having those bodies just in case, right? Cedric is a player who hasn't played a lot of uh, games in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, he doesn't necessarily give up a lot of sacks. When he's on the field, I will say – uh, 2018, I, w- I want to say, not 18, 17, where he played the most snaps that he had played. In that was in Jacksonville, correct? Right. We gave up uh, eight sacks. And so, you know, but he is a player that will be coming in, playing under George Warhop as well, his former offensive line coach. Listen, letting go Marcus Cannon, the biggest thing about that is saving money. And I think 5.2. For Houston, yeah. I think for Houston – that will give them some leeway to at least get a big a tier one, tier two free agent. I think Houston can do it this year, but I like that they're bringing back players from last year that had some familiarity with the team, right? And productive players too, not just players that look John, look John, fit the culture, right? <laughs> so I look at a, I look at a Kevin Pierre Lewis. Uh, his production came mainly on special teams and filling in throughout the year. Uh, I thought he was a player that Houston would, you know, decide to let go, especially when once they re-sign Christian Kirksey. But you got those two guys back. Now I'm looking at a situation where is Kamu Grugier not going to be a part of the players mm-hmm. that you bring back? I mentioned that they want to bring back a Malik Collins, a Desmond King, in conversation with a Jacob Martin. Of course, they want to try to work on bringing Justin Reed back, maybe – Saving that 5.2 will help with that. And that will be their tier one, tier two player that they sign. The guy that you already have on your roster, right? That you that you know and know once he's healthy, 
with a good running mate. He's a very good player in the NFL. So for Houston, as day one ends, as of right now, with the free agency, uh, I'm satisfied with what they're doing. And I also see Houston just allowing things to kind of feel out for them, hmm. right? Let some of these bigger name guys go where they need to go, allow some of these new, uh, how can I put it, new base salaries to kind of determine themselves in terms of market, letting all of that play out and still trying to rework some of these contracts, like with Eric Murray, get some more money on your books so you'll be able to go out there and make a big free agent signing. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have all the computer access at withrockauto.com at home and in your pocket. And one thing I love about Rock Auto is you can really save some time and you can really save some money. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? This is an example. A Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, $216 with Rock Auto. With gas going up, save that $100 plus, put that in the tank, and go buy you some hot and readies from Little Caesars, right? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On Texas in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get out of here today, Cody and I wanted to discuss some of the free agency news surrounding the NFL that may impact the Houston Texans. And I think for today's, how we're going to attack the closing for today, looking at some of the players that signed with other teams Mm. that we were hoping Houston could probably uh, bring in or have an opportunity to at least interview for free agency. Cody and I go first. Christian Kirk was a guy that I was big on. Uh, you know, spent some time in Arizona, his first four years in the league. Got well, last year, yeah, uh, last year been his best year in the NFL. Uh, but, whoo, I didn't think he was going to get, uh, uh, what, uh, what is it, a four-year, $72 million base with an $84 million max value contract, mm. 20 M's at signing bonus with a salary of one point five. Uh, and it works out 15.5 this year, 14.5 next year, um, 1.5 this year, excuse me, this year, 15.5 next year, 14.5 the following, and 15.5 to end off with a 500,000 annual workout bonus or 500,000 uh, up to per game active roster bonus along with a $3 million 
incentive annual, the bag, the bag, the bag. And there was nothing Houston could give out to compete with Christian Kirk. Didn't see that one coming. Shout out to that young man. He's actually from Arizona, played at Texas A&M. And uh, funny, I remember the high school class that included Tony Brown, who just forgot where he signed. He signed a couple of days ago out of Beaumont. Shout out to Tony Brown. Uh, Leonard Fournette, I want to say, was in that high school class. But Speedy Knoll was in that high school class. And he went to AM and everybody was expecting Speedy Knowles to be that guy coming out of high school. But Christian Kirk ended up being the uh, top receiver for AM during that time frame. Hmm. Um, John, the one guy that I was really disappointed to see sign was James Conner, the running back. The guy who I had on my number one free agency wish list on yesterday, as a matter of fact. Um, he was the guy I had on my list. I really wanted to see the Houston Texans make a push for him. Um, but unfortunately, he decided to re-sign with the Arizona Cardinals. It makes sense. Not only did the Cardinals give him a really good contract. I can't remember what, he's, what he re-signed for, but they did allow the other running back he was sharing the backfield with, um, Chase Edmond. He had signed with the Miami Dolphins. And speaking of the Miami Dolphins, I know we played around with this idea oh, a couple of weeks ago, yeah, but man. Teddy Bridgewater, um, he signed a, a, he signed with the Miami Dolphins to be the backup for, for my guy out there, Tua. So, um, you know, those are some guys that we really wanted to see the Houston Texans sign, but there's still a lot of guys on this market. And, um, you know, it's going to be real interesting to see Well, it's going to be really interesting to see how these next 24 to 48 hours play out, not just with the trade of Deshaun Watson, but to see how Nick Casario, Lovey Smith, and the rest of those guys off of 610 and Kirby are going to revamp and shape in in in, in shape this roster um, just to make it a little bit more competitive, a little bit more exciting for the 2022 season because I, I think we all can agree you know, unless they just go on some magical run and everything falls in line for the Houston Texans. We talking about best coaching we ever saw. Davis Mills all of a sudden elevates to a top 10 quarterback. The defense, you know, they top 10. Um, you know, they get lucky and, and end up with a magical record. I think we all can agree that the Houston Texans will not be a playoff team in 2022. But we want to see them play more competitive football and you know just allowing these young guys to not only develop but establish themselves as a foundational piece so we will have several guys that can actually help speed up this rebuilding process absolutely i do want to end off with two things and then i'll close it on my half to respond to your they're not going to be a playoff team cody why not also want to give a shout out to keon crossin former houston texan mm. He signed a three-year deal worth $10.5 million that averages $3.5 million annually. Uh, and Keon Crossan ne negotiated his own deal. That has been a, a more of a trend in the last five or ten years than we probably have ever seen. So shout out to Keon, former Texan. Uh, he got the bag, deserves it. Take care of your family. I hope all these guys take care of their families, do what they got to do, as Marshawn would say, uh, get your chickens in order, you know, mm -hmm. before it's all said and done. Thank you for checking out the Locked On Texas podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texas and subscribe to our YouTube page as well. Listen, guys, the sun will be going at some point, and we will bring you the best coverage, breaking down the sun, what the Houston Texans get back in return, and this will probably lead to Cody and I doing another mock draft once we get those picks in. So uh, that'll be interesting as well to see. Follow mm-hmm. me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, or until the emergency podcast, who knows? Peace. Peace.